Welcome to the Blur and Blend Marketing Podcast. Hear how marketing professionals worldwide are navigating in the blur of today's challenging consumer marketplace as they blend new age strategies and partnerships that create marketing success. Here's your host for the B&B, marketing professional and global educator, Trish Rubin. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Blur and Blend Marketing. This is a podcast where we try our best to cut through what we feel is a blur right now around us in a new world of marketing and find where we can go to blend the best of where we've been with what's happening today and form new ways to make tomorrow better. And I do that through uh, a conversation, which is actually a drive. And I put one of my very best colleagues and friends behind the wheel, and they take us on a journey. And I like the framework of three touchstones. I like to talk about hindsight, what we see when we start our journey and we sort of look where we've come from, insight, where we are in this journey, and foresight, where we're going. And so I have with me someone who I trust as a driver. This is somebody I've known for probably 10 years, maybe more. And I trust her as she has navigated through her life. So I'm going to introduce you to Amelia Tran in this session. Amelia, as I said, is a wonderful driver. She's in the digital marketing strategic space. And right now she is the associate director at Mediacom. But she has so many other wonderful uh, building blocks that make me get in the car with her <laughs> validated to say she can take me anywhere. She's a speaker. She speaks to industry. She's just been named by the Ad Club of New York as one of their women's leadership fellows. So sounds like an important thing, and I know it is. Uh, the other thing I love about Amelia is that she's a fantastic networker. And I know I think I'm a great networker. Well, I can learn a lot when I spend time with Amelia. And she, too, understands the, the way relationships are made. And when she has a spare moment, you may see her actually giving back and teaching the next generation at Peru College. So now you understand why I'm comfortable behind the wheel. So, Amelia, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, uh, I think you're correct. Um, We've probably known each other more than 10 years now, not to age myself. Um, when I started, I think I was still in my um, junior year of college. That's you were an why. undergrad at Baruch. Yes, you yes. are. So, wow, 10 years later, here we are it's on this lovely friend, journey. All <laughs> friends and always learning from each other. So we're going to jump in to this vehicle. We'll find out what color it is at the end of our journey. But uh, we're going to jump in. I always say to my guests, well, you're, you're going to be taking us on a journey, but good drivers always adjust the rear view mirrors. They have the side mirrors, but you got to look behind you. So I'd like you to spend a few minutes with us. And as you get ready to tell us about your journey forward, can you tell us about Amelia in the rear view mirror? When you look at Amelia in the rear view mirror, what do you want us to know about you as a marketer, as a professional, as a person? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, um, 
I guess it kind of starts with uh, who I was before, because I always like to say who I am beforehand is really uh, makes up who I am today. Um, as you probably know, I used to study finance, so that was not uh, that was not something a lot of people knew about me. Yep. Um, you know, long story short, skipping a few avenues here. Uh, I decided that obviously wasn't the career path for me, but it wasn't until I actually worked in it, had a full-time internship, actually tried it out myself. And I feel like that's a very important life lesson. It's, it's one of those things where you don't know if you'll actually enjoy something or like something until you actually try it, right? So I realized that my first love and my only love in the past decade um, has really been in the social media marketing space. Now I've worked with clients of all sizes, um, ranging from big brands like L'Oreal, Google, Bayer, um, a bit of T-Mobile to some really small shops here in New York, trying to really grow their um, e-commerce business or their fashion stores, right? So I've seen it all, let's just say. Um, <laughs> I think the one thing that really kept me uh, really engage with my clients and my audience and just my passions is the fact that digital marketing is ever changing. And um, as Trish knows, like uh, we partnered together over the years also to like work with your clients as well too in the past. Um, I think that's really what keeps things spicy, which is really what brings me to who I am today. Trish gave a wonderful introduction. Um, and yes, all those things that she said about me are true. I'm really passionate about education. I love giving back. And the way I do it is not just within my own career and my jobs where I do train people, I train my staff, I really care about them, not just as employees of the company, but like they are my team and I wanna grow them and develop them to the point where if they ever decide to leave uh, the job that they're at or the career choice that they're at, I want them to know that I will always have their back and trying to teach them life skills and things of that nature that maybe I didn't really get to learn until I ran into some challenges and had to navigate it myself. So I wanna make things as easy as possible for certain people. And when it comes to education, of course, aside from my job, that's why I like to spend time teaching in the classroom. Well, right now it's a virtual classroom <laughs> and of course, um, you know, speaking at conferences or podcasts like this whenever I can, just to share my story and hoping that it really inspires someone. And um, one thing that Trish and I talked about just right before we hit the record button is, um, you know, the, the word perseverance, right? Um, this year, obviously, everyone says 2020 should be canceled and all those things. I at one point felt really low as well, knowing that a lot of people around me were hurt or feeling emotionally distressed because you can't really go anywhere or do anything when there is a pandemic, right? Or even worse, I knew people that knew people that had the virus and unfortunately didn't make it. So instead of just drowning in my sorrows with copious amounts of white claws, um, I really took to the, rose to the occasion and made sure that I found my quote unquote hobbies or things like that. 
Um, and I personally really love tying in what I like to do at work with really my own personal hobbies, as you know. So in a way, the quote of like never not working, I think that really applies to me, but that's also because I love what I do. Uh -huh. That I had um, signed up and submitted, uh, you know, an application to be part of this Ad Club of New York's um, Women Leadership Fellowship Program. And I was able to get in and I was the only one in my company to do so. And I didn't realize it was that big of a deal until I got a shout out um, in my company's network uh, in front of nearly a thousand people. And my own chief human resources officer even sent me congratulations. Now, normally you don't want to get an email from your HR, but in this case, I was so thrilled and just so proud of what I achieved that it didn't really hit me until someone that I normally wouldn't talk to on a day-to-day -day basis acknowledged me. And I think that was like the best feeling in general. So I'd say like that should give you, now we're um, going on the highway right now, that should give you a sense of who I was and what I became and like really how I really tried to make the most out of this year and still trying to as well. Well, I think what I hear a lot, and I, uh, I love how you were able to encapsulate so many of the things that are meaningful about yourself. So when you see Amelia, and I think when people hear you describing what happened, that one of the things that really gets me is the, the fact that, of course, you, you say, okay, I started to go in one direction. I uh, was going to finance. And then you take this stock of yourself and then you go, okay, I'm going for it. I, it doesn't feel right. And I'm just going to throw myself into it. I won't know unless I try. And so I see in the stories that you tell, and uh, even with the fellowship, right? I, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to, so the idea of really when things are out there, you know, you've even before this time, you're, you were that kind of person. And if, someone's listening and going, I'm really not that kind of person, then, you know, the stories that you hear about how people can chip away at that, it, you don't have to have that, that um, jump in attitude, but just the ability to understand that it takes some, a risk. And then, as you say, persevere through it. So I think that's been a part of who you are since, since I've known you and I've watched you work in that way. And so um, when I think about the journey that we're on in telling the story of Amelia and putting it into this lens of marketing where we're now, you're at the wheel and you are at the wheel, really literally with the work that you do for your clients. We're in a time that's uncertain. Uh, the old things that we did are, are behind us. And so... What I'd like to ask you is, so here you are in, in, in the middle of a, a journey through, uh, breaking through to a new world, and are you, how, how are you persevering? You, that's important, and, and you gave us a little bit of an intro to that, so tell us a little more, maybe even tool-wise, for people who are trying to say, well, I want to learn from this person. She's a, an executive. I want to learn from her, so what is, what is life like? In, in the insight of what you're doing. Well, you gave us that hindsight, but your insights for today, I think, are really important for guests to give. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And uh, by all means, I have, I, a lot of what I do, I don't necessarily call it a secret sauce. I do have to say for anyone that's listening, yes, you could take the tools and the technology and the platforms that I use and make it your own. 
but you still need to have, um, like I said, be very goal oriented, be very ambitious, or at least have the attitude to make that change. Otherwise, even if you try to utilize these tools and platforms and try to and network um, on a whim, it's it might not be as successful for you, right? And I just want to be very realistic in setting those expectations. Like my recipe for success also includes like me waking up really early in the morning. And by early, I mean like seven. I mean, Godspeed to all those that wake up at like 5 a.m. <laughs> But, that, but you know, seven is early enough right now, right? I love you. I'm a seven o'clock person too. No, yeah, but but you know, I seven a.m. I get up. Um, I really go through just like what are my goals for today and the week in general, like a micro and macro view. And sometimes maybe not. I don't do it like right on a Monday when I'm about to start work. I'll like maybe spend a little bit of time on Sunday to do that. That might not be the best method for someone that really just wants to be like cut off from work but like i just said you know my work life is very much tied to my personal ambitions and passions which is why it's okay for me to spend 20 minutes on a sunday um in between a netflix movie to really just figure out really what does my week look like or maybe what am I, what does my month look like i think having a micro and macro view into just your schedule and your priorities and the projects that you're going to tackle will be really really helpful for you not just inside of work and outside of work because when a lot of people hear of what i do or just look at my linkedin titles or headline or even maybe just from hearing what how trish described me introduced me it can be overwhelming for some people to the fact where you're wondering probably how i do all this right and that's literally how i do it I say no to a lot of things. I also say yes to the right things or I'm trying to. I'm also learning about myself on this journey about what is really worth my time and what, um, what is really the end game if I take on this task over to saying no to like another project, for instance. So just because I am, for instance, given the opportunity to teach, which I'm very, very grateful for, it's not every semester that I commit to that uh, timeline, even if I have the materials ready, because I want to be fair to myself and to the students that I'm teaching as well. So if I know in full transparency, like I need to take some time off, a breather, a detox, and just kind of like be away. I don't even have to be like anywhere far, but I just want to be like offline for a week or two. That means I am not committing to teaching. Like the first few years of my career, as Trish knows, I work very hard. I worked a lot. I didn't really get to go to too many places, but now you know what? I'm like, I've earned my fair share. I've learned my lessons the hard way. And now I know what it means to really be better at taking care of myself and, and my schedule. So technology wise, um, I use Google Calendar religiously. I make sure like if I am gonna go anywhere or even if I'm having a Zoom chat with Trish like I am now, I make sure like all those links and details are in my calendar. So as soon as I see something or get a message from someone and I know I don't wanna lose that information, I'm gonna like file it away. And you could file away in your Google Calendar if it makes sense, like, or you can use a project management tool you know, there's Monday, there's Trello, there's Asana. I've used Asana for many years. So even if my own personal company or team isn't utilizing it for our day-to-day -day work, 
I still use, utilize it because why? I'm in charge of myself, my own time, my team's time, their tasks, and also all the other little things that I do, such as, oh, oh crap, like I have a podcast with Trish today. I don't want that to be a surprise for me. I want to have known that already. So I put that in my to-do list for last week in my Asana checklist, like prepare for blur and blend, right? So that means I know I'm going to have to prepare for it before Tuesday. So those are just a couple of the things that I do. And I always make sure that I find time to listen and talk to people. So um, as a networker, I do also uh, talk a lot on LinkedIn. Um, I DM people. I try to respond to as many people as possible. I also make sure that if friends are in need of, um, I guess you could say, any specific help, they know where to contact me and where to reach out. I make my presence known across the social network. To me, is very important because um, as a brand, like I am a brand, you also want people to be able to reach out to you. So in general, that's kind of like the insight in a nutshell of like how I do it and why I do it and how I could be reached. And it and it shows. Thank you for for detailing that, uh, especially for young professionals or even for people. I think you know people who are affected by what's going on and maybe finding themselves starting again somewhere in some way to keep that, I love what you said, the micro and macro view and just, you know, pattern yourself, getting into that pattern. And that again, you want to talk about perseverance. Perseverance is part of that is, and I'd like also the idea of, you know, make yourself the project. You're part of making a pro you're working with all these projects, but the big project is yourself. And how do you build that resilience in yourself so that all the other things that you're doing are strengthened by that. So I, exactly. I love the, I love the tools mm -hmm. and um, that Amelia's got a million of them. So, you know, when you're listening to this podcast and you're definitely going to want to reach out to her, yeah. giving you a few, but she'll probably give you more. And so, you know, the kind of thing I love about this part of the drive with Amelia, I've, I've heard people talking about they're here in this part of the insight piece in a pandemic and I heard somebody say you know like I'm white knuckling the wheel you know <laughs> but I feel Amelia is taking it with some control and I think that's part of it is trying to find the pieces that you want to control so you do feel that even though it's uncertain you have those persevered pieces of control around you so I think you're more like hanging back and just kind of cruising with your elbow out the window you're 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 not uh, white knuckling for sure. <laughs> yeah, like like the dog that's sticking their head out the window just trying to enjoy life. I I mean, yes, we know there's a lot of bad things happening outside, like we said. It's just the truth of it. But I was also really determined to try and make this the best year ever, also. Thank um, you. Trying and to having, make having you on my podcast is part of that. <laughs> no, and be saying being that, saying that, saying that to people. Yeah. Just and and just you know, because just just, you know, making it so just that's what it's going to be. And it may not be until five years down the road that people start turning back and going, you know what, even though that was painful, that really changed that that changed my life in a good way, those things. So thank you for those insights. And, and now we're talking about the future. So it's the perfect we're on the mile marker as we're driving and we're trying to see uh, and, and the hard thing is trying, you know, trying to see do you look 10 feet ahead of you, you look down the road, you know, 200 feet. How do you look at the future, Amelia, of, of what you, what's 
ahead for you personally and even for the world that you're in, the clients that you touch and, and give us a sense of what's going on and when you look out of the, the, the front window. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad that you reiterate the word insight because I'm a very data-driven person also in my personal life too. Um, I make a lot of my future plans just based off of a historical view, of, I, I guess I like to say, of what's really happened or is happening to me. Because everything that I try to do, um, while I know it might not be the right decision, you know, in general, because you never know until you try, I still live by that. I'd still want to try it if it, I feel like it's going to get me one step closer to what I think I want to be when I grow up, let's just say. So like five to 10 years down the road, maybe like five years ago, I would not have been able to tell you that because I'm still trying. I'm still on this journey. I'm still discovering. But right now, like Trish said, I'm hanging back a little bit. I'm that dog or cat. I'm a cat person. So that's why I say cat. Uh, hanging outside the window, looking at the nice scenery. That's just where I am in life, which is why it makes me feel a little bit better about myself to have had that time to really self-reflect and think like five to 10 years down the road, I want to do something where I am an executive within the digital space still, whether I am actually within an agency like I am now or doing that on the brand side or on the platform side, you know, the world's my oyster. I still want to make sure that everything that I'm doing within my day job that I'm doing outside of my work creates a brand for me so that eventually when I do want to talk to recruiters and try to find something to do that's going to mesh all of my passions together, it's a much easier story. Um, for all I know, maybe I could just send this recording and <laughs> send it out to people for anyone that's listening right now. But you, you get what I'm saying, right? So it's just also like everything I'm doing right now, it, ha it has a purpose. I'm not just doing this because I have the free time and uh, someone gave me the opportunity. I'm just like, yeah, cool. Why not? Like, I want to do this. I want to be committed to everything that I do. I try not to do too much of it when I don't have time, for instance, like run like my volunteer networking group. I make sure I take a step back and, you know, allow someone else to take the reins and handle the wheel and yeah. take that drive because I know that I can only uh, drive so many cars, right? <laughs> Trying to use the analogy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm okay being a passenger sometimes and taking the mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, that's really what the future looks like. It's just really trying to figure out what are the few things in my life right now that I can do and do really well, build a name for myself, build a brand reputation. And then again, like I said, be able to share even more of these stories uh, on Trisha's podcast, um, to the larger public, you know, on LinkedIn and things of that nature. So that for me is a bit of what the future looks like. And hopefully my methodology, um, while it's not concrete for everyone, that's just how I personally have run things. And if you're in a place in your career where you're still like unsure about where you want to be, just know that I was there at one point in my life. I think I was there probably for the last 10 years of my life. I don't think it was actually until this pandemic that it really allowed me self-reflect and feel really grateful about what I have and what I can become. So I'm still with you on this journey. And though I might be taking a bit of a backseat now, just know I will always continue driving until uh, I find my, find my goal and feel like Zen like I never did before. <laughs> well, yeah, just yeah, always so um, 
you just have the authenticity of whatever is you're saying. We know it comes from, I know from knowing you and anyone who meets someone like Amelia within the nine seconds, they're going to know they've got authentic uh, human being in front of them, even digitally. So I think nice thing about Amelia too, and I've been talking to people about this is knowing that even if you're, if you're on a zoom call, if you're online, you can come across in this very authentic way as you, well, here you're going to say, "Wow, I I want to know more about this person." So, uh, living definitely real and persevering, as you said. So, thanks for the foresight. I think that that gives us um, mm -hmm. a, a lot of uh, understanding of just you know being in the moment. It is the moment. Looking a little bit ahead, but don't give. When we think about Amelia in the in the rearview mirror, all of those things that you talked about earlier are really true to who you are now. So I get to um, ask you my fun question now, <laughs> which I can't wait to hear the response to. So I, I tell my viewers, uh, my viewers, my listeners, that, and if this is your first podcast you haven't listened, that um, other podcasters will go to, you know, maybe what books you're reading or who would you have dinner with? It's always hard to try to ask a closing question. So I just come up with something um, about your favorite color because I find that you know color is really indicative too of personality so Amelia it, what we were in a car and we were driving what color was that car <laughs> that's a that's a great question actually uh when you kind of prepare me for that I really didn't know what to say over email <laughs> but uh now that I really think about it um I'd say my favorite color is yellow that would be my actually car color of choice as well too because i think yellow lamborghinis are so awesome oh, wow. <laughs> we can afford the opportunity one day um so hopefully all these passions eventually make me a millionaire and i can buy all these things too <laughs> for trish and myself yeah but, take me for a ride in a yellow lamborghini in you're getting your own car uh. <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like it's um present in nature for such a limited time the beauty of it is just unparalleled because when i think of yellow i think of sunflowers immediately right um maybe some people think of lemons or whatever but it's still that natural habitat of just that color and the vibrancy of just happy memories i'd like to say um and for instance like sunflowers they are only bloomed for such a small amount of time within the summer that if you go like say to a sunflower field a few days too late well you're gonna be stuck with like brown seeds and that's not really so awesome right um same thing with lemons i think of a pretty field in italy um and pretty prints and things like that um you know it 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 gives you energy it revitalizes you you know like i think there's a there's a a, a study out there that's like if you um, drink water and lemon every morning it just automatically rejuvenates you and makes you feel like better about yourself internally too so you know there's some health benefits there as well which is why I think that overall when I think of it I just think positivity and happiness and um and optimism too like so while the sunflowers may not be there for long I know that a year later, I can see them again at that same exact spot at the same exact time of the year. So it allows us also that expectation too of what to come. And it's something interesting to look forward to as well. 
So I know that was like a really weird analogy of nature plus like the lemon water, but those are just like the two things that come out of my head. Um, my head works in mysterious ways. Ah, yeah. I, I think for knowing you, yeah, you have that natural um, energy and uh, the, the sustainability of what you do. And it, it just connects for me. And yeah. I'll have to remember to give you something yellow. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> so um, it's been wonderful spending a short time with you. We're at the end of our our discussion, our journey for now, but our journey together is going much, much farther. We know mm -hmm. that. And I'm so happy that people who listen to this will have the opportunity to know you. So uh, Amelia, in the show notes, I'm going to put your LinkedIn, <laughs> your Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. anything else you want uh, so people can connect with you? No, I'd say um, those are probably my top three channels. Um, I'm an open book, so feel free to just slide in some IDMs and just say like you um, you heard me from Trisha's podcast, uh, you know. So and and you know any question or comment that's on your mind, I'm happy to uh, respond back. Thank you so much, Amelia. Always know that just giving in nature right from the beginning, and um, that's I you know we met through the, that way of you trying to create value for the peers that you're with. So uh, you're, you're always uh, persevering in that way. So thank you. And I hope those of you who are listening now have enjoyed this journey in our yellow Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to invite you back. I'll be talking to another interesting person in this uh, journey story of a blur of, of challenge right now that will lead to um, some blending of a, a great new future. And hearing uh, from Amelia, I think you can be positive about as she is. So I'll just end by saying it was great to be with you. And I will see you on the digital road. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Amelia. <laughs>